Brain Candy Podcast, episode Brain 753. Podcast. Oh, Hi, uh, Sarah. Uh, Shout out to Kara, who sent us that cake, as we talked about for our 750th episode. But she sent that to you, and she did not want me to feel left out. So she had them deliver what were oh, so delicious. Uh, uh, blondie brownies. You oh, know brownies, but them. blondies. With raspberry almond. Heaven. <laughs> and Heavenly they bakes. came you in, did like, it again. airtight, so, so I could, like, freeze some of them. And I just, That's like, great. sneak them out when I need a sweet treat. Oh my god! So we're thank so you. lucky. Any listeners who just want to send us yeah. <laughs> food, like man, do I love that? We accept gifts of all kinds, all kinds, yes, salty, savory. I don't care, yes. whatever. One of my other um, things. Oh, yeah, okay. what? It's what is this? Know, my ornament, oh. the book ornament from oh. Mo. Remember that? That's in our background. If you guys see uh, my, if you see the live version of this or the the video version of this, yeah, you could see all of the fun things that you brainiacs give us in, uh, you know, our our studio. Yeah, like over this here. Arnold Schwarzenegger bust right behind me here. I that mean, is one of my favorites. I mean, come on, keeps do they know you or do they know you? <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so how are your sniffles? Are you on the mend? I am on the mend. I'm coming out Good. of it. You know, I got to this point where I, I feel like, you know, you ever get that kind of cold where you're like, how does the human body produce this much of anything? It's like crazy. It's that is so crazy. True. And it, like, it's, I can't actually think of it because it, it grossed me out. But Humans yeah, everybody around me got COVID. So... I don't know if it was me. I don't know if I am the super spreader, but I did. I <laughs> I took a, a test. Spreader. I took it. I took three tests. Negative, negative, negative. So I thought I was right. in the clear. I probably maybe I was. Uh, then I I realized that the tests were a year expired. <gasps> okay. Well, let me tell you then. You can go and get order new tests from the government. Already is it available? Okay. Good. <laughs> Um, Already on. but I call Sarah the COVID queen because like she has the worst luck. It's yeah. bonky and, and, like, and, and whatever can go wrong will go wrong. I know I'm still uh, knock on wood. I don't even want to say it. I'm still, you know what? Free. Yes. Three years that's later. That's very good. I mean, Get your boosters. I have that scheduled, but then I, then they were like, Oh, have you had COVID or been around somebody who tested positive in the last two weeks? I'm like, well, Yes. And they're like, wait like another week. Zero. She's right. like, I created COVID. Oh, God. <laughs> so bad. Just like I'm glad you're feeling better now, though. Yeah, I'm feeling better. I'm just really excited and getting geared up for your trip here. I'm, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I, I'm trying not to be an over planner, but I. How's that going? It's it's I, I'm 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 con I'm being smarter. I'm I'm <laughs> I'm making decisions. And trying to maximize hangout time, but Sarah and I are going to have pillow fights. Yes, we're one hundred percent having a, a bestie photo shoot. Okay, that is already a done deal. So that's happening. That's happening. okay. Well, I look multiple people to have said, "Are you going to make Susie wear a pumpkin head?" And I was like, "You'll have." to. I know to they need to see. quit planting this seed or. Gourd, is it? This pumpkin <laughs> seed. <laughs> yeah, this pumpkin seed, as it were. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, we're going to have a great time. And thank you to Sarah for the amazing um, Challenge Mania Hall of Fame induction oh. speech that you gave. Well, it was you truly are welcome. Moving. You were so deserving. I mean, it felt I, I like. I really was. <laughs> you passed the torch to me in the challenge, and mm -hmm. I had to pass the torch to you in the hall of fame and you looked Which so a stunning and amazing. And my favorite part was Lincoln throwing confetti in the background the whole time. I mean, it was like the confetti thrower is a paid actor. It was very funny. I mean that kid, cause he was off camera, but like the confetti would just sort of like rain down on me and he, he adjusted his approach. He was like moving in front of the lens and just like letting it snow oh, down. Nice. In front. Yeah. And then later in the evening, cause it was like a three hour, marathon um i took a sip of my wine and there i got a bit of paper oh. confetti in it and i had to mute myself because i was like <gasps> <laughs> you know when you get it stuck 
Yeah. <laughs> it's dangerous, so, man. Real classy broad over here. But was I was so honored funny. and it was a hoot. So if you voted for me in that, thank you. I truly appreciate it. And I did deserve it. And it was a gross injustice that Sarah beat me to it. But I, I, that's why I kept out the pass the torch and you pass the like line out of my speech because it was in there. And then I was like, no, she's not going to like that because she's going to feel like she should have been here first. And you know what? She should have. Yeah. Because well, I don't like it, but I? it's not your fault. You, right. I didn't nominate. Know. I would have nominated you first everything every time. In fact, next year I'm nominating you. It's double entry. <laughs> yeah, just keep nominating me, everyone. Yeah. Oh, God, it was fun, though. We had a great time. If you're not a Challenge Maniac, you you uh, should check out their Patreon. Because if you love the challenge, you might love all their content. They keep yeah. it real, like, on the up and up, unlike Sarah and I, who are just shit talkers day yeah. and night. <laughs> day and night. I love it. Um. I'll tell you what I'm not going to shit talk, and that is Ritual Vitamins. I love them with all my heart. I think and you got to get ta- down on that protein. Yes. Okay. Adam and I were just talking about this Susie, because now that I'm in the pump thing. club. Yeah. You got to be having one <sighs> gram of protein. 90 grams is what I need. Yeah. At p- 0.75 to really, if you're like lifting. 1.8 over here. Yeah. Okay. There you go. You need a lot. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm serious about my pump club. And um, and it really does help to burn calories, boost your metabolism. It's like all the good stuff that comes when you eat protein. And you really, I know that probably if I like ate peanut butter night and day, then I would right. get enough. But like you have to you can't. do the protein you have powder to. really, realistically. Yes, yes. Um, Eli is now on this. And whenever he gets into something, he, he is like, Sarah, he, yeah, order he me another container. Order me another container. Order me another it container. It tastes great. It's it great. It. It's so good. And in keeping with our skin goals, the ritual oh. has the um, awesome oh, the hydration skin yes. supplement that is amazing. It's called Hyacera, and it's awesome. It has like all these clinical results that are very fancy and and real. <laughs> so that's all I care about. Yeah. Results? Yes, please. Yep. Um, it's a skin supplement. It's called, it has these fancy things in it that reduce wrinkles and fine lines, and it's great. So, reduce wrinkles without compromising on clean science. Hyacera from Ritual is a skin supplement you can actually trust. Ritual's offering our listeners 30% off during your first month. Visit ritual.com slash brain candy to start Ritual or add Hyacera to your lineup today. Because remember, I checked um, Ritual on that website that tells you whether like these companies oh, yes, are legit. Yes. And I was like, whew, thank yes. God. I haven't been like... Hawking snake oil. This is a real deal. Okay. Yeah. Are you jealous that it's not called Hiya Susie? (laughs) (laughs) I am jealous that I didn't think of that joke. I mean, it writes itself. I mean, you had to hear it. You had to hear it out loud. Because if I said it, if I was like, have Hiya Sarah, and you'd been like, Hiya Sarah, hi to you too, Susie. Like something like that. That is so crazy. I'm right, I know. I that. feel I like you remember oh, to take it after me. Right, exactly. All right. Um, okay. First up on today's agenda is the Netflix documentary Harley and Katya. Have you seen it? Harley and Katya. No. What is this? This is a. I've been um, deep in animal documentaries, so if it involves <laughs> humans, I, yeah, it's humans. Probably no. It is about um, this olympic like figure skating pair oh oh. um they he's from australia she's russian but she moved to australia to be his partner on the ice and um unfortunately she died by suicide (gasps) and so it's basically telling that story of her and them but really like the takeaway is about the complexities of athletic competition and how difficult it can be and how like your funding can be taken away if you have like one bad day. Yeah. And, and then it, it even touched upon like how the partner Harley, he was saying how he feels bad for the women in the sport because they are like nine feet above the ice 
And if they fall and like hit their yeah. head, they can get concussed and it's I think I saw a clip of you. this that the trailer for it where they are talking about that and showing the falls and I had to turn yeah. it off because you really don't think about that, about how, you know, women's figure skating, no. you think like, oh, they're in little like sparkly outfits and they're just dancing on ice. That is well, yeah. very dangerous. The speed at which they're spinning and they're falling on. Please, have you just slipped on an, on to, and fallen on your butt on an icy day? For real. And then felt like that, that, that shooting pain up your tailbone that like feels like I'm never going to walk again. Uh, and now you're going to fall from 12 feet up. I know. Right. You said please. it. Please. Yeah. It's, please. they make it look so easy and so elegant that it is easy to forget like the violence of that sport. And we always but... see it at the professional level, not the learning curve, like the practice where you think fall. About think about, think about like skateboarders when they're learning a new trick. And how many times they mm-hmm. fall? They do the same thing when they're ice. Oh, that makes me actually nauseous. It's bonkers. And I mean, she when she moved to Australia, she didn't speak English at all, and so like she was sort of like she couldn't even speak to her partner. Wow. And um, then they do interviews, and of course, he was the only one that was really asked anything because she was not able to. They never got like a translator or anything. And, um, I think she was just so isolated and alone and you're like it's a really sad story. You're only job, like talk about like one dimensional, you know, you're just an ice skater. I will no say no connections. Do you ever watch the movie, the cutting edge? Topic? I've heard of this. This is about, oh, a- this is like, uh, uh, this is like your favorite movie, isn't it? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Field of dreams. And yes. The cutting edge. That's it. The cutting and edge. He was a professional hockey player, but then he had to like become a figure skater, and it was—it's a fish out of water tale. Um, but they had to learn a trick in that film called the Pemchenko, and he's like holding her feet and spinning around, and like, like for you know, real. Is that a real thing? No, well, it looked real. I don't know if it, oh. I don't know if it's real. Like in the sport I don't know or either. Not. It that, could be. I don't know. Fucking a. What do we know? Well, it's Nothing. dangerous as heck. And it's anyway, this was so sad and they were talking about how now it's so much better, or I should say they've made improvements with like mental health and cause she was clearly struggling and you don't know, was it like the stress or the concussions or the, just her temperament and my mental health stuff? I don't know, but these people in all sports, part of why I'm so fascinated is because like they give their whole lives and then they may may not even make it. They might end up right. being like seventh place. Do you ever think about all those people at the Olympics that come in like seventh? No, you know, like, because right. they came in seventh. That, that isn't there. There's some, somebody said, I don't, I can't remember who said it, but second place in the Olympics is worse. Like third place. I mean, is Jerry like, Seinfeld has oh. a bit about it. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Cause like third place, you're just happy you got something. <laughs> right. Right. And first place, you're the champion, but second place is like nothing. But but even worse than that is friggin' fourth, fifth, sixth, all of them. Do you think, uh, I I feel like it's different in the United States because of the sports culture that we have here where it's dominated Mm. by, you know, NFL and NBA and stuff like that. But in other countries, like for example, uh, Croatia has a huge water polo like world like sport like mm-hmm. they are so into water polo they have instead of like basketball nets like in basketball courts you know in parks and stuff you know it's right along the coast all of croatia is like right along the coast so they have like right off of the pier and right off the dock like right no. on the side it just water polo courts Right there, floating in the water. You can wow. anybody can jump in anytime. That's crazy. I and like games imagine. going on, like pickup games going on, like pickup random games water polo. Yeah, for sure, one hundred percent. So I feel like other sports in other countries are more, uh, uh, like gymnastics in Russia, ice skating in Russia. I feel like they're looked at differently than in the United States because of our sports here. 
which now are yeah. dominated by Taylor Swift, and I'm not mad about that. <laughs> well, you know, one thing, it's not funny, but it's sort of like, oh, oh, is because Katya is Russian, and she had gone back home. So she was in Russia at the time she died, and um, mm. she because she of the way she chose to die by suicide, you know, she jumped. And so they had to actually say, like, no foul plays suspected, because, like, you know how in Russia, like, Oh, Ooh. they're always right. pushing people out of windows and stuff. Yeah. And since she had chosen to play for Australia to skate for oh, Australia, gosh, there is that, that was actually a sense theory. of like, yeah, I think there was some like, wait, were they mad at her? And I'm just like, man, Russia is right. If you, if that's your, if that's the, uh, most likely story where you're like, oh, it wasn't that this time, you know, like, <laughs> that's a problem. Yeah. It's so disturbing, but yeah, when you have to clarify it, it wasn't a hit. You know how, like, oh, I remember we talked about this one time. I always was envious of, um, do you remember when, what is, Gina Davis almost okay. made it to the Olympics for archery yeah. just a few years ago, not long yeah. ago. Yeah. And I think we talked about it on here, and that's when we discovered you wanted to, like, lose or something. Yep. Bobsled. And didn't I you, feel like what it's was my, the thing you found out like your body's really perfect for? Bobsled. Was that bobsled yeah. bobsled right short distance big huge thighs Sprint. explosive energy like a lot in the tank but you only need it for a little bit of time and then small on top so i could you could fit people behind me and no boobs aerodynamic aerodynamic built for speed but man. like i'm not joking when i ask why have you never pursued it <laughs> well you know not a lot of bobsled uh, uh tracks in the <laughs> old like cool southern runnings. california yeah and it'd be like cool runnings right (laughs) yeah i I pursued water polo instead which i i mean had i really gone into like really put energy into that i could have been really really good at that i know i i don't don't you feel like maybe you still could no because i look at yeah i my body it takes too long to recover i look at it's it's really amazing i went to this is so stupid and embarrassing so I went to F45. It's like this like interval training, like hit high intensity interval training, like workout class. Mm-hmm. I went when they first started, they used the challenge as a way to promote F45. It was like they were like giving people like free memberships there. That's where I was going to like train for the challenge. I went and one of the it, like instructors there, you know, they don't know who the fuck I am. I'm like an old lady there now is like, so did you do any like, at, like sports? And I was like, yeah, but like a million years ago, I don't know if that like is ap- applicable to now. And, uh, and then we were like doing the workout and he's like correcting me like, oh, you need to move your leg. Meanwhile, I need to do exactly what I need to do for the ankle injury that I had. Thank you, sir. But it felt like <laughs> I was like. Oh my God. They're talking to me like I'm the old lady. Like you always claim that I'm self-deprecating, which I am. But whenever someone makes a joke about how I'm not athletic, you've never seen somebody pretend or claim to be a professional athlete faster. I literally have been a professional athlete for like 10 years of my life. A lot of my money has come from sporting Correct. So you can you know what you are doing it there. You know how to like mentally be in the zone, push your body. Yeah, buzz off. Yeah, buzz off. What have you won? Exactly. That's what I want to say. I was like, oh, oh, do I need to put push out my knee? Do I need to? Oh, oh, okay. Or the worst. The worst. Meanwhile, like I could not run run a mile if I had to right now. Right, <laughs> but and then I like I'm there and I'm anyway. like really struggling. I'm like, oh god, I think I'm gonna go puke. Right, like I'm like super struggling. So like, could I do it? In my mind, yes. Yeah. In reality, <laughs> no, probably. <laughs> and then it would take me, like I said, days to recover from whatever I did. Please, okay, I have but... one run in me in bobsledding. How does he know anyway? Right. It makes me mad. I was mad. I'll tell you what doesn't make me mad, and that is how happy I am that my cats have food they love from Smalls. And it doesn't smell stinky. You 
said it. I can't emphasize that enough because if it did, it would, I would not have been able to do this campaign. Right. Like I would not be supportive of a food that stinks because I hate that. Mm -hmm. This stuff is human grade, amazing, high quality food, but you open it up. When I come to your house, I'm going to try it. I've decided. I know that sounds crazy. I bring but one. I think it just like for it. fun. We're doing just that. for the story. <laughs> I love it. I love this content yeah. queen. This makes me so yeah. happy. But, I, but yes. she'll probably be like, you know what? It's not bad. Yeah, I'm be like, sign me up. They recently kicked off a partnership with Humane Society. They donated a oh. million dollars worth of food to help cats through the Humane Society. Whoa! And they even give you a chance to donate a checkout, whether you donate three bucks for treats, $5,000 for vaccines, or $7 for spaying or neutering. That is really cool. Okay. Is your cat food giving back to cats in needs? Probably not. Right. It's probably just stinking up the joint. Smalls is. So if you want to give Smalls a try and ditch kibble forever, head to smalls.com slash brain candy and use promo code brain candy at checkout for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. That's the best offer you'll find, but you'll have to use our code Brain Candy for fifty percent off your first order. One last time, that's promo code Brain Candy for fifty percent off your first order plus free shipping. I love that a fifty percent off stock up on everything. You just fill. I mean, because come on, you're not gonna just get some goods. Get some good yeah, stuff. Get it while you can. Okay. So anyway, Harley and Katya is really good. It's very moving, and I think it's important. It's a good message. Did you ever about- watch the Sean White documentary? Not yet. It is on my okay. list, though. Good. It and is. also, I think it'll be really fun to watch when it's snowy outside. Remember how fun it was when you guys watched Alone and it was snowy and, like, Lincoln mm-hmm. was like, it was wow, snowing out there that? and it was snowing inside. That's crazy. And, and, you know. Yeah. I, I remember because right I was thinking of that because uh, I got plants that are just exploding and vines growing everywhere. And now one of the vines is, like, over, like, dangling, like, crawled over the TV, <laughs> and I was watching, like, a nature documentary in the jungle, and I was like, this is so cool! We're, like, in yeah. the jungle and also watching the jungle, and Eli's like, yeah, I think we might need to trim those back. They're getting a little crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it does so create a mood, I though. Yeah, I thought sure you does. just remembered, because, like, you just are always thinking about Pow. Yeah, just you always know? thinking about Pow. I mean, I feel like you are. Okay. Yeah, I kind of am. The second one I wanted to recommend, this is on Netflix. It's called it's called the saint of second chances. And it's about this guy who's sort of, he was sort of like a, a doofus. His dad owned the Chicago Cubs, I guess it is like the Chicago baseball team. And, um, just as an aside, the dad, the owner of the team had a literal peg leg, like, like a pirate, like a wooden peg leg, which I've never seen a human being actually have in real life. Not a fake. Wow. A peg leg. What year was this? (laughs) This would have been in the 70s. Right. He must have just liked it. It was like bespoke or something. Uh, What were the other options? I I have so many follow-up questions to that. There had to be like... This is not the point, I know, but... (laughs) There had to be options that were more like a regular old fake leg. Like Like at least flesh-colored. It was wooden. It looked like a wood... Yeah. It looked like a wood peg leg. Like that a doesn't seem practical. What if it is? Right. What if it's like the best possible option? Right. Like everyone well, doesn't like, like the way I'm it like, looks. I don't know. I could go either way. I'm gonna you won't believe it. I should find a picture for you. I know. Okay. Anyway, so the dad was beloved. Everyone just thought he was the greatest thing. And this. Yeah, how do you like not like a guy with a peg leg? I know. It's branding. I'm telling you, he's. It worked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. It was like his thing. His his like <laughs> shtick. And the son was like a and complete it was a screw up. Stop sorry, it. sorry. You are sorry. out of control. Out of control. Out of control. Okay. So then his dad agreed to let him sort of be in charge of like the promotional stuff. So like those firework nights or like freaking. I love when they give doofuses fake jobs. Right. It's like Tommy Boy. Right? Yeah, it is. Oh, you business. can be in charge of this sign. <laughs> Right, like I'll do with Lincoln. You're doing somehow confetti. that goes wrong. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so he was pretty good at like coming up with fun promotions to get people in the seats because if your team's not doing well, you got to think of something to get people to come out Bob to the game. Yeah. And um, so they had done a 
tribute to disco night and it went really well. And they showed them all dancing and stuff and like whatever. And so he thought, well, if that worked, I'm going to do, and I'm sure you've seen the footage, a disco sucks event. You've seen this. They hosted this baseball night where you could come in for 90, let's see, 99 cents. If you brought a disco record to go to throw in the garbage. So all these people came to the game. And part of the reason they came was because there was this shock jock on Chicago radio at the time who mobilized his audience to be like, yeah, disco sucks. We like rock. We're like cool. And they're stupid. And so all these people who don't even like baseball go to this event and you know how it is like, you start to notice like the crowd is like getting worked up Uh and they're doing Uh like disco sucks chants and stuff. And they're like, Uh okay, but what, what could go wrong? And then Uh we saw what could go wrong because all of them ended up on the field and like, I got to look this up. This is what do you, this is like a big moment in music history because it was symbolic. I feel like I, was re- not alive when this happened, but I, yeah, it's like 79. I have seen references to this and not known the backstory. Like I've, I feel like I've heard bits and pieces. This is really interesting because now I'm getting the backstory. Okay. Yeah. And it, it was at the tail end of the disco movement and it was seen as a time where they were starting to sell out there was this hit song called disco duck that was like just commercial gross weirdness and it was sort of symbolic of like this genre is over and we're moving on and it really did end a lot of careers and this event was part of the nail in the coffin oh i'm looking at the photos disco okay i i this the sign Disco yeah. sucks is like what yeah. I feel like I remember. Okay, wow, they, a disco demolition night, right? And there was like okay. a steamroller, I think. Yeah, that Whoa, rode over that all the records. Intense, and they like okay. exploded things and whatever. And I think what people forget, but they did talk about in this documentary, is that part of what the disco sucks movement was was all these white men really mad that yes. black people and yes. gay people loved this pop genre that was seen as like not legitimate. Susie, I was going to make a joke that it looks like the uh, grandparents of everybody who was at the January 6th riot. Well, it probably I mean, it probably is a similar group because it's people who feel like their thing is being usurped by this other so like white rocker guys, like the, you know, kind of like the bros now Yeah, that think like, why is everybody all, you know, gay and right. <laughs> trans right. or whatever they're afraid of? I don't know. Right. So stupid. And so they react in this way. And the guy that, the, the son that organized it, he was like, listen, I just wanted to put buns in the seats. Like I'm just trying to sell tickets yeah. And I regret it now because I certainly wasn't looking at it through that lens, but I just feel like, cause he knew that it was going to be popular. And I think if he had just asked that one question of like, why will it be popular mm-hmm. that he could have connected that dot, but mm-hmm. he was just like, a lot of people will go for this. We're doing it. And then it became this very kind of hateful event. Yeah. I think that there wasn't uh, that follow up thought that foresight or that, that, I don't know. And I don't say that to condemn him. I say it because I think we all can do it. That we all have these impulsive ideas. They're doing it and, and how money and promotion and, and getting butts in the seats like that. If that is the goal, sometimes you do it too well. An example of this that's happening right now is, uh, uh, I'm seeing these, these, because this is the kind of stuff I follow in spooky season on Instagram, all these articles are coming out about how these haunted houses, like not scary farm and all those places are so overcrowded that some people are waiting like three hours for lines to get in. And it's becoming like hazardous to even, you can't even move throughout the park and they oversold it. They, Mm -hmm. 
it it's insane. And then they opened up um, an option of like this VIP speed pass, which is like now the only way you can actually, and that's what they're doing is, is right. And so they didn't, they're thinking like, Oh, let's just sell the most not thinking we've now ruined the experience. I would have gone, but now I'm not going into any of those because it's insane. I'm not waiting two hours for right freaking a. So like, well, it, it turns into a, a nightmare. Well, I think too that there's also this sense of like I I would never fall for this sort of thing. Like I'm not going to get riled up by whatever and become a part of something like this. But the truth is, we see it like on a, a smaller scale mm-hmm. with just the way that the internet works. So this guy had the disco night. And that was a success. And he literally said in the film, I knew that like, if that worked, the opposite would work. So that's what we see online where extremes, this is great or this is garbage. That is what is spread. And that like, let's just say NPR articles aren't going viral because virality is often about extremes. And so like, if you're clicking on them. Like, yeah, nuance is not spreadable. Yes. It's just that, not as catchy. You don't want to put it on your Facebook weirdness. So it's like you probably are engaging in this without realizing it. Like if you click on certain things or if you're tempted, even like when you go down rabbit holes, that can have the same sort of momentum because your brain's like, yeah, Absolutely. we all do it is my point. Yeah. Yeah. And it becomes like this thing that gets out of hand and. Yeah, grows th- like a mob that grows bigger than whatever the intended, like the idea or the the energy of the event or thing becomes larger than what its original right purpose was. Yeah, like, we all Ooh. do it. Another thing we all do is have fantasies, and thanks to Dipsy Stories, we can get even oh, more yes. fantastic. Absolutely. Fantasies. This, Taylor, we've been talking about this on uh, This Changes Everything a lot because it is such a good tool to help get you in the mood if maybe you want some sexy time, but you've like had a really busy day and you're really stressed you're a person. and you yeah. can't get there. I was talking to Eli and I said, here's how it goes. It goes anxiety and like overthinking and then being a person and then relaxed and then turned on. So yeah. you cannot get me from being a regular person to turned on without a few yeah. stops along the way. And yeah. this Dipsy helps d- take me down that road to relaxation and then maybe to the next stop. O-Town. I've been thinking about uh, this a lot. Maybe you can tell. Yeah, that makes sense. These are sexy audio stories. They also have sleep stories, wellness stories, and they can tailor the suggestions of what you like based on what you tell them. Um, For listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash brain candy. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash brain candy. Dipsystories.com slash brain candy. Yes. Okay, so anyway, I thought that was a good little anecdote from that documentary to share because, I mean, it's fascinating how these events in culture happen, and but then how they look different when you look back. Like even he said, I, I would not have done it if I had known that people were going to get hurt by it, like oh, emotionally. That's good. Um, yeah. Does it? Did it feel at all like Woodstock ish? Oh, Woodstock 90? Yeah. Oh, yeah, but far less consequential because it was pretty right, right. pretty quickly that was they brought in like the whoever oh, it is. Good. Yeah. Who is it? The um I don't remember the name, but some squad to like get deal with crowds. Oh, SWAT team? Maybe it was a SWAT crowds? team. That would be crazy. Or the reserves. Somebody the reserves like that. that sound like Yeah. That. Okay. Moving on, um, have you ever slept with or smelled your partner's worn clothing? Uh, absolutely. Yeah. I feel like this is 100%. Universal. Right. And, okay. And it feels so nice when I do. Like Aww. Eli just went on. I, I, Seuss, you know me. Hmm. I love yeah. doing my own thing and, and 
being by myself. And I always thought that that would be something that I needed in a relationship. No, not yeah. with the right person. Cause I max out mm -hmm. at about 72 hours without him where I'm like, fuck, now I miss him and now I want him back. And so he was gone on like guys trip and I definitely like, I was like doing the laundry or something and I got a whiff of this and I was like, Oh, that's yeah. nice. Comforting. I mean, it's a powerful sense. Yeah. Sensory like thing to do. It like evokes all sorts of emotions. We all know that feeling. If you smell something from whatever your childhood and it takes you back. Yeah. So they did a study, um, over 80% of women and 50% of men reported that they had intentionally smelled in an absent, uh, partner's clothing. Yeah. Okay. Have you? Yeah, like that's why I say it's like seems universal because okay, right, right, right. It's so right. soothing, um, and most of them said they did so because it made them feel relaxed or secure. And people reported that their sleep was better on nights when they thought they were smelling their partner's scent. However, data from the sleep um, watches revealed that people's sleep efficiency was higher. In other words, they experienced less tossing and turning on nights they were sleeping with their partner's shirt regardless of whether they guessed that the shirt was their partner's. So they oh, were given so these they shirts. they didn't even need to know. Was it yeah. anybody's shirt or was it just the partner's? It, this doesn't say if it was like a different person's smell or if it was right. just like a nothing. Yeah. But it, it just said that their sleep was improved wow. with their partner's clothing, whether or not they realized it was even their partner's. I, I totally believe this. I think that the the importance of companionship, it doesn't even need to be for like romantic. It doesn't need to be we are we are relational beings. We are mm -hmm. meant to be with other people and we are calmed and relaxed when we are with people who support us and who feel, make us feel safe. Mm -hmm. And I think that we are remind when our, so much of the work I do as a therapist is helping people get to that calm place where, you know, we talk about those different brain states of like fear, alert, alarm, and terror, where like your brain, like your IQ goes down and so much changes. So much of the work I do is getting people to uh, find the recipe for them that helps get them to that calm place. Because when you are calm, everything is better. Your sleep is better. Your, uh, meant your, your thinking health is, better. is better. Your health is better. Your IQ is higher. Everything you're able to problem solve. You're able to use more of your brain, all the good stuff. So the ways that do you, we do you ever try, do you ever just say, do you just tell them to calm down? You yeah, know right. That just helps just all calm us. down. Just you know that super helpful line. Calm down. What? Just calm. Just chill out. What if you, you know? did that in your sessions? I'm like, okay, calm down. We'll just Could calm you down. imagine? <laughs> I would never. That actually makes me terrified to even think about doing that. <laughs> no, I can't. We need the people who are going to make us feel calm. And the ways yeah. that we feel calm, the best ways. This is the same as when we say. uh, what are five things you could see and four things you could hear? We get the messages that we're calm through our senses. We get the messages that we're safe through our senses. My eyes tell me that there's no danger. My ears tell me that it's nothing is coming after me or attacking me. It doesn't feel like there's, you know, it's raining or my, you know, whatever it is. Uh, and so smell is sending you signals that you are safe because people who keep you safe and make you feel calm are around. Mm -hmm. And so that makes total sense that your brain feels calmer. When Eli wasn't there, I could not go to bed. I stayed up to like two o'clock in the morning because I felt on alert. I felt like mm -hmm. his presence just makes me feel calm. So I bet his sweatshirt would, I should have, I should have done that. Just next time I will actually, I'll take his dirty laundry out. I'll lay it on the bed and I'll probably be able to feel calm and get some sleep. Oh my God. Yeah. And then Adorable. not only is that scent soothing, but the effects of exposure to your partner's scent occur outside of conscious awareness. So it's like, that's even weirder because you would think it would have to be like, I know this is his shirt. 
and then I smell it and I'm calm. But it's really the scent, not the knowledge of the scent that has the effect. Which then we can assume that the opposite is true as well. Yeah. That we may not be aware of something. This is exactly how triggers work. That you smell right. something that reminds you of something else or it smells like something that made you feel unsafe before. It's so easy to get out of that place. So we have to be constantly like doing things to battle that in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And wow, so much. That's like fascinating, say, Suze. Yeah. And how much of all this is happening outside of our awareness. Right. That is like freaky. Any hoodles. Right. I thought it was interesting. Very cool. Uh, okay. Um, all right. I'll, how about this? Another thing that is very cool <laughs> yeah. is having a bank that you love. And thanks to Chime, we do. And their online checking account is here to help you live your best life. What more do you want? Your I bank can help you live your so best life? I'm so many life? people switch over to this. I know. Well, because right. they don't small businesses they don't have, like yeah, they make it real easy, and they don't have like um, overdraft fees and like stuff that affects your credit score, and then like screws you over ultimately. Like you want to be in cahoots with your bank; you don't want to be fighting against them. Yeah, um, yeah. they have the fee-free overdrafts up to two hundred bucks, and you can get paid up to two days early with the, their direct deposit. I just think they make it really easy. No monthly fees, all that stuff. Yeah. You can send and receive money too, which everyone's doing as well and so important. So signing up for Chime takes minutes. So join the millions of other Chime members and sign up today. Get started at Chime.com slash Brain Candy. That's Chime.com slash Brain Candy. Chime is a financial technology company, not a bank. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank NA or Stride Bank NA. Members of FDIC. Eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Access to direct deposits up to two days early. Depends on the timing of the submission of the payment file from the payer. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal fees may apply. Okay, the reason why I wanted to do that before what I'm going to talk about now is because this was, I guess it's a downer, but there was this amazing article in Esquire about a, a woman who works at a suicide hotline. Okay. And I, I've had this on my notes for months and months, but I never talk about it because like, Nothing I say will do this article justice. It was so well-constructed and, like, engaging and compelling that I just thought, how am I (laughs) going to talk about a suicide hotline worker and all that she goes through in a way that, whatever. But it was so good. So I'm going to tell you some of what I learned. Um, Okay, the way that these things are set up is there's, like, local, but then... If one is really busy, then it gets like rerouted to a different one that might be further away. And that's like not ideal, but sort of like just the way it has to be because sometimes you get a ton of calls at one place and right. then you don't have so enough people to call. Happens. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just describing some of the circumstances that make people call. Like, I guess I never thought about it. I always assume someone's in distress, they call, they want... I, what do you think when people call, they are expecting from the operator or the whatever you want to call them, person? Somebody to listen. Okay. Right. I don't know the answer. I'm just saying that like, mm-hmm. do you think that they're actually wanting to be talked out of anything or do you think yeah, like- in a way. They just feel lonely? In, it's, they want somebody to listen and I think deep down there is a- it's again that relation. We are relational creatures that you want to be seen by yeah. somebody else. I think so right. much of the feeling of isolation and the pain that comes with depression that maybe is so intense that it leads to suicidal ideation is feeling mm-hmm. like no, you are nobody can understand this pain and nobody knows, nobody's validating it or like. And, and I think that is what people... Yeah, you're like screaming out like, yeah. do I matter? Like, yes. Make, okay. And then can like insert a... I think like subconsciously we even want somebody to just in like give another option. Like it's like a very narrowed mind. I was just talking about this the other day with Eli. 
that your mind becomes limited on the options that Mm -hmm. it sees for solutions. And so I think that is the the brain wants another option and is unable to see any. So it's hoping that the person will listen, validate them, and then maybe whether they're conscious or unconscious aware of this, that will provide another option or solution. Mm -hmm. It takes a special type of person to even have a job like that because that's part, part of what I took away is just like how difficult of a job it is because you're constantly having to assess risk and, and also keep the person engaged. You don't want them to hang up and, um, also, uh, figure out the severity and like whether Mm -hmm. somebody is on the brink of doing something or whatever. So, okay. Let me read some of the things Mm -hmm. I have. Um, a lot, of course, a lot of people are calling because they're horny, right? They just no. want to talk. No. Yes. Uh, right. Susie. Oh, I know. Fuck. Oh, I fuck. know. People are so I disgusting. I never even thought about that as an option. And those poor I'm glad I didn't do workers. the dipsy ad here. That would have really been bad for business. I mean, can I'm, you imagine? Can you imagine? You are, you're like the nicest human doing the most <laughs> selfless job there is. And some yeah. fucking dude, because it's not women calling thank you right yeah is fucking wanking off right there's a lot of that somebody's gonna be like wanking off isn't a thing it's jacking off or wanking and i know but i just so worked up (laughs) i can't even pick the right word i want to use them all okay okay and then of course like some people just want to talk some people are drunk and then it was describing how like some people call for very specific reasons like even like the Will Smith Oscars thing, they got a bunch of calls. Why? There Why are would that trigger someone? Moments that, like, it, does it feel, I feel like life's like out of control? It, yeah, or maybe, again, it's like no other options. It's like you see somebody who did something that's like, it almost is that backed into a cage, into the cor- like corner of a cage feeling. And maybe there was something about Will Smith's reaction being an extreme Mm -hmm. one that resonated with that that, that feeling of like, I'm about to react in an extreme way. Yeah. You know? It's hard to conceive, but for whatever reason. And then, of course, things that make more sense, like the the Ukraine invasion and stuff, they got a lot more calls after that. Yeah. Um, Like the Supreme Court rulings, like if something is very personal to you that can make people feel hopeless. Um, they of course say that like a trial that where somebody is mm -hmm. like, that's how I felt about the the Kavanaugh trial. trial. I could feel like that. Oh yeah. You know, um, unjust 3am is the devil's hour. Um, there are regulars that call and they want a certain operator and we'll hang up until that operator answers. Oh, so like gosh. if they get the wrong one, they'll like keep calling back to get like Judy or whatever. Yeah. And uh, they don't use their real names. They use, it's like stripping. Like they use I, pretend bet. names. Right. Because you have to have don't. so many boundaries in place because you, it's this, that is such a good example of care without caring. You have to care for them, but you cannot feel in any way responsible or emotionally like invested in these individuals because if somebody wants to make the decision to do that there is nothing anybody else can do and that is a really hard thing to we can't control our people we can just control how we respond to them and the love we can show them and accept them but man to go home with that every night would be i mean yeah we had to do an entire class on that like a semester on that in grad school, like I like cry it every day. Like you go home feeling mm-hmm. like this heaviness of like, and I was yeah, just and that's, studying it. It's why what part of what made the article great was that it was like flipping back and forth between her life as a operator and then her life in, you know, outside of work and how like, yeah. these are real people that oh, you're talking to and God. like they have to do a big job they have a second phone. The second phone is for 
if they're on the phone with you and you say you're going to do something, then they can call the police to alert them to try to find you. Yeah. And so they're all trying to find like details of like, well, where are you? But like oftentimes people aren't going to say, right. which is a weird thing to me. Cause like, why are you calling then? If you just want to do, I, I don't mean to be insensitive. I just don't understand the logic. It's that visibility. I want to be seen. I think even in doing something like making that, when, when the brain takes over and says that is the decision to be made, I think even there, there is a desire to be heard or seen or recognized. It's like a... But they a, don't want to be seen by the cops. Cry for help. Saying? Like... I don't know. I think the brain does strange things. Yeah. It's totally illogical. It's totally illogical, but to that person makes a lot of sense and seems like the only option. That is not the person we're talking to. That is a depressed brain that has taken over or an ill brain Mm -hmm. where the pain of living has become more intense than the fear of dying. And Mm -hmm. that goes against human instinct. So I think there are things that humans do, creature, all of us do, to to survive that even push back against what maybe our our mind is saying. Mm -hmm. If you use the word suicide in the call, then there's like a special note they have to put on the account, like on your profile, because they make a profile for every caller. And, um, it's called, I think it's called a double note. And that means like they've, they have to do the assessment of like how uh-huh. likely Severity. is it that that's going to happen. Yeah. Um, access to means, right. mm-hmm. means and then they say, plan. yeah, does, do they have a plan? Did they already start the plan? And then they, um, try to decide, determine whether they have heartstrings, which is like children, yeah. a spouse. Yeah. Animals. Yeah. And then animals are good ones for this. But she basically said, I'll use anything. I don't, I'll use anything to oh, like God. just yeah. change, distract them, right. change their mind. Right. Even make plans like, for the next day or tomorrow. Bargain. Like, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yep. Um, but basically it just said the calls, you know, surge when the world loses control and when the callers lose control over their worlds. Oh. And man. I want to give her a hug. I know. Because her life's not easy. And yet she just has to help other people. And maybe that's like, what is keeps she, her going. I is don't she know. with someone? Does she have a partner? Does she have somebody who's like understanding of what she does? No, she doesn't have a partner. She has to take care of her mom who's dying. No! Yes, Sarah! No! (laughs) Give her everything! I know. Some people you think, well, I'm not in that species. Like, you're uh, a special Mr. Rogers amazing human. And I'm regular. (laughs) Yeah. It's it's remarkable. (sighs) I'm so thankful for those people, though. Yeah. I think it's important to talk about, you know, and like normalize way that these are thoughts that are experienced at different levels and different, you know, times and, and that having people to talk to and having things like a suicide hotline and is like so helpful and it's becoming more normalized in, in mainstream media. And I feel like there, some artist put the phone number in his song it was some rap, some rapper. That's great. Like, and it, and it actually, oh, it makes me want to cry. They saw an uptick mm-hmm. in calls from like, it's very important. Right. So right. I'm glad we talk about it because people can feel yeah. very alone. What do you, I mean, this is Sarah cries and then I want to make a joke. I know. But I really, this isn't really a joke. No, it's no, just no like I, a I thought gen- you were going to say Sarah's crying shocker, but yeah, come on. No, no, no. I wonder, like, let's say you're the operator and you got yes. a real chatty patty on the phone. Yeah. And you think they're probably fine. They're not saying right. all the things that are scary, but they just like won't hang up. Like, is there a, a limit? This is a, how long can you talk? Eight hours? Oh. 
I, they did not share that, like how you get rid of somebody that's like fine, that's, but they just like want to tell you about their a good. Maybe they probably they have, have a script. That. They have a script. Like, they have something of like, so what are you going to do in the next five minutes? Let's make a plan. Okay. <laughs> when you hang up this phone, right? what yeah. are you going to do when you hang up? Okay. You have your plan. Cause that's a skill now, too. I'm going to hang up the phone. Are you going to do that plan? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Let's put it right. to the test. All right. I'm hanging up. <laughs> See? Look at that. But remember how Sarah has How come I can't funny... get off the phone in real life? I'm like <laughs> terrified. I was like, I could totally help somebody on a suicide hotline, like get off the phone, but I do not know how to talk on the phone. Because Sarah and I'll be on the phone, not regularly, but we have been on the phone in our lives. And like, I'll do the thing where you like wind it down, where you're like, all right, well, so, okay, just send me that over and then I'll talk to you whenever. And then she'll like launch into a new thing. And I'm like, I I don't think she knows we were doing the I don't. I don't, so I actually cute. realize there there are new things I'm starting to realize that like, I realize at parties, I tend to trap somebody and talk to them for way longer than they actually, like I, I am that per because no, I don't, yeah, I don't recognize the out. And so it, I, I'm not good at, and like we said, no, no small talk, only medium or large. So then we, I'm like right. diving into like You're big in talk knee deep. and oh. now I, I, I was like, I, it hit me. Just like two weekends ago when I was in LA where I was like, oh, you're that person because the people at the party knew me well enough to be like, I'm going to go mingle with other people right now. And they don't, do, they knew me because they've known me for 30 years. They can tell me that, yeah, but it's they not can't, offensive. My, yeah, but people at, at parties can't. And I was like, why haven't you guys told me I'm this person? I didn't know that you were. I, I never wanted I, it to end. I am, I am that person. So. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you are made that connection though. I'm going to have right. to learn. I'm going to have to learn some, some quick little like reading of the cues. Of like, so yeah. what I've started to do would have been like, I, you probably have other people to mingle with. I could talk for hours. I don't want to take up out. any more of your time. That's and then I'm nice. like, okay, go. This is what I'm yeah. doing now. It's hard out there. I get it. I know. You know, when you say like, <laughs> do other people know what they do? No, no, they don't. I, I, I'm like a coach for people on how to like be a person and I cannot see the ways in which I am struggling. Well, that's what you say. You can't tickle yourself. Can't tickle yourself. So you taught me that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I guess we need to wind this down. Um, there's always so much more to say. That makes me a little sad. Okay. I'll leave you with one fun fact. That's sad. It's exciting for, for next time. That's true. Yeah. It's always a to be continued because we always continue. The fun fact for today is that chicken tenders, <laughs> tender or tenderloin or breasts. Okay, this is like regulated. Can Tenders be tenderloin. and titties. Got it. Got it. And they require that pre-cooked tenders and fingers have to be made from breast meat. However, strips don't. Okay, chicken this strips. Is- so chicken strips is question mark. So we shouldn't be ordering those because that could be anything. It's but like if it says chicken tender tenders, that's the it's got to be breast or. And it's supposed to be like this on menus. Okay, but I this think is there's good to some... know. This is good to know. Yeah. So if it's a strip, be like. Uh uh-uh. uh Because I went no somewhere thanks. recently, and it was up. In, it was during pow season i was up in the mountains i was at aspen oh, or yeah, something. I, remember this. I paid like a bajillion dollars for these chicken tenders i took a bite and i was like what is this garbage it was what is like this, strips yeah <laughs> what is this i want tenders only okay this is very good for me i think you got the old bait and switch you I got did. strips yeah and you were pay you were paying tender prices i was paying tender prices <laughs> All right. So the wind down for today, I, I talked more about suicide than I realized I was going to, but Harley and Katya, I really loved. It is important. And, um, the saint, what is it? The saint of second chances also very fun and good, totally different vibe. Disco does not suck. I'm going to say that. But don't you think it'd be really funny if I got you a shirt that said disco sucks? Oh, I mean, I kind of, but... ironically, it would be funny. Like you love That's a tough film. one. I oh, could go either so way. Much. Okay. But people, anybody who knows you knew you'd be kidding. 
It'd be yeah. funny if it were like, like disco you... socks, but it had like some like disco reference. Like I have a shirt that is a NF that I made that's a, a <laughs> NFL ref with his hands up and a football in the back and it says home run. So it's kind of like fun. And it's kind of like right. when you wear your dare shirt. Yes. I wore that the other day. Went to the you weed did? shop. Yeah. Oh Went to the dispensary in you my dare shirt. You should a selfie. I should have. What was I thinking? Come on. Next content. Time I yeah. And then uh, thank you to all of the first responders, including suicide hotline workers who are doing yes. literally the Lord's work. Yeah. If you guys are in that field, please Google and take advantage of all of the discounts that you can get places because first responder discounts, there's a thing called expert voice where different brands will give mm-hmm. you like, I'm talking crazy percentages off, like 75% because they want first responders to like test their stuff and try it and use it and also like hook you up for, so they got camping gear, they got all this wow. stuff, not sponsors, but by us, but well, they I deserve it. you should know this, that you, you guys should get hooked up with like cool discounts because they're everywhere. Yeah. Give, yeah, all the first responders, all like the healthcare people, all the teachers should get everything. 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 Totally. All right. We love you. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.